Now, we're, I'm going to go Ben-Zion. Um We may go overtime today. That's by design. Because <laughs> tomorrow night I will not be here, Ben Hashem. And Wednesday night, I hope to be able to give by phone or. Oh, my machine, but it, I have the Zachasana tonight. Huh? No, 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 no. Should be the possession, but if not, either way, they will have time to chazer. You know, what do we chazer? Not, not yet, almost. <coughs> okay, so again, the Gemara was Rabbah had told us, Rabbah argued on Rabbah, and he said, Nitila, Lakicha, I did is considered a Lakicha, even though the Torah said, Velokach. It would still be considered a fulfillment of a lokach by utilize, by using and taking it through something else. He had a source from the Azov Hakotzer, the <coughs> hiss of grass that was too short. And the Gemara said, No, that's no raya. In other words, you dipped it into the water. The Gemara says no raya because over there, since you were machaberit, you connected them, you sewed it together, whatever you did. So therefore, maybe that's why it's considered kikufe, like it's the piece itself. Whereas by an eged, you're holding it like that through your scarf or whatever it is, your lulav, so that would not necessarily be considered a raya that's considered a lakicha. El rather from here on the bottom of Zion of Ralph, nofal mishfeiferas. If it fell, so again, this is the ashes are falling into the receptacle with water. So nofal, if the ashes fell, mishfeiferas from the tube, lishoikas, into the receptacle with water, the mayim chayim. Puzzle, then it's puzzle. Because the Pasuk says, and you should take it and you should place it. And if it falls by itself, by mistake, by accident, it's not considered taking it and placing it. Zokti Gemara, from the fact that the Mishnah only taught me in this case, in this halacha, when it fell on its own, that it's not considered taking it, but if he caused it to fall in, on purpose, kosher. It's mashma from the mission that it's going to be kosher. Amai, why is it kosher? Vilokhoi vinosan, Amrachmana. The Torah said, Vilokhoi, and he should take vinosan and place it. So, why, if he tips it in, why is that considered a fulfillment of this pasuk? El olav, what must you say? From here you learn Taking it through something else Has the name of Meaning it's fulfillment of Even though it wasn't Excuse me, it wasn't direct With his hands, with his fingers In the ashes Okay, that's his raya for my rabbi, and rabbi says another halacha. inish lulva A person should not stop, should not push. Leilidoitz inish. A person should not push lulva the lulav bohoshana into the hoshana, meaning the whole eged that has already the hadasam the aravis. Why? The dilma for perhaps natri tarfi leaves will be natri will fall off. Natri tarfi leaves will fall off. Meaning the leaves of the Hadassim or the Aravis. And it will then be a Chatzitza between the Lulav and either the Hadassim or the Aravis. Therefore, don't have the egg and then stoop it in. Rather, you should 
have the lulav, put the hadas and radavas next to it, and then make the egg. That's the opinion of Rav. For Rava Omar, and Rava says that I disagree with this. Why? Because min b'minoi ain't One species within itself ain't a is not a chatzitza. And since the hadasim leaves or the arava leaves are from the dalad minim, it's not considered considered an item which will be considered an interposition between the lulav and the hadasim or aravas. Okay? You like that word? Well, he told me interpose. So interposition must be the. I said it. Huh? I don't think I said that. No, no, um, Maisha Leonard did. You're just pointing out. Oh, so then that can't be right then. Right. Howard, how do you know? How do I know what? How do you know that that's what. Oh, okay. Because I did Chazara with my artist. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Maybe they will. It wasn't a kid that's a joke, it was a kid that was. Right. Um, it, the, the, maybe the leaves are going to fall and they're going to be an interposition and a chatzitza. <laughs> Rava Omar and Rava says, Min bimina in a chatzitza, one species with itself, it's not going to be a chatzitza. Okay. Va'omar Rava, this is the new Gemara, Va'omar Rava, and Rava says, Loi ligois inish, a person should not cut. Lashon of goises, gziza. Lo'iligo is inish. A person should not cut lulva, the lulav, behoishana in the hoishana. Meaning, after you have the egged of the lulav, already, Rav already established that you can't stop the lulav in. So I have my lulav on the table. I have my hadasim next to it and my rubber next to it. And then I tie it together. Then I see, you know what? The lulav is a little bit too long. So I'm going to cut the lulav from the bottom. A person should not cut lulva, the lulav bihoshana, once it's already in the hoishana, in the eged. Why? The mishtairi, because he's going to be leaving over, mishtairi is a lashon of shior, of leaving over, shirayim. The mishtairi, because he's going to be leaving over, hutza, leaves of the lulav. And that is a problem of chatzitza between the lulav, the spine and the lulav, and the hadasim and the, the detached leaves, exactly. Because they, those are staying... In, the way the lulav works is that there's leaves coming out. If I cut the bottom, so the inner leaves, however inner I went, those are still attached to the lulav. The leaves on the sides, however, are not attached anymore. And since it's already in the egg, it's going to stay in place. And that's going to be a chatzitza between the lulav and the hadasim and the aravas. What are you giving that face for? How is it different from stooping from above or cutting from below? It's the same halacha you want to know? Yeah. Okay, it's a good question. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, so this shouldn't be, don't do it. It should be, if you do it, just pull leaves out. I guess we're concerned that you're not going to pull the leaves out. Or it was hard to pull the leaves once you Once it's, their egg was a very tightly... Um, tied thing if you just pull the leaves out if you cut it and pull the leaves out yeah then it'll be kosher yeah yeah everyone agree that yeah yeah so again so Rava says you should not cut the lulav once in the because the leaves are going to be left in there in the eged it's going to be a chatzitza but Rava Omar Rava says that's not a problem because it's one species Within itself is not considered a chatzita to lulav to the lulav. 
Now, the, uh, what Ayelay was asking is a kasha that is all the Akhrayim, or many of the Akhrayim deal with. And that is, what's the difference? This seems to be a repetitive halacha. Min or min that's the machleg is Rava and Rava. Why does Rava have to teach me Don't Don't stick the lulav into the hoishana. What is what's why does he hold this a problem? Because of minbimina, and Rava holds no problem because minbimina is not a chatzitza. Then Rava tells me another halacha: Don't cut the bottom of the lulav off because of the leaves of the lulav are going to be stuck there in the problem of chatzitza. Because minbimina is a chatzitza. Comes Rava and tells me no. Min bimino is not a chatzitza. Isn't that a redundant halacha? So there's numerous answers given to this. The one that seemed to me as the simplest is that the first halacha, Rabba said, this is also to do because it might happen that some leaves will fall off from the, lul- from the hadas and the arofa. It's a suffix. And yet, Rabba said, because of that suffix, don't do it. Because I'm concerned for that. That shows the Chiddush of Rava that even when it's only a suffix, he said, don't do it because of a chatzitza. And in the second case, when it was vadai, that there are leaves interposing between the lulav, the spine of the lulav, the remaining part of the lulav, and the hadas and aravis, nevertheless, even in that case, Rava said, it's not considered a chatzitza. That was the extra Chiddush. In each case, you have like an extreme. Rabba says it's a problem even when it's a suffix. Okay, that's the first halacha. Don't put it in because maybe the leaves of the hadasim and Rabbis are going to fall off. And Rabba says it's not a problem even if it's a vada. You know, kolshkin? I mean, right? If you're kolshish, that you're going to have leaves interposing between, right? Yeah, in Rabba it's a kolshkin, and in Rabba it's a kolshkin. But I wouldn't know the other halacha without the first. Sure, right? why, wouldn't you know, why wouldn't you know the lulav? Would I would know Rabba's halacha, I wouldn't know Rabba's. You don't know that Rabbah extends that far. Yeah, right. For, right. Why wouldn't you know Rabbah? Because maybe the only reason why he says, maybe it ain't a chaitz if it's a suffix. But the you shouldn't. And therefore, you shouldn't cut the lulav. I agree to Rabbah that you should not cut the bottom of the lulav. Because it's vadek and if it leaves there, then the, that already I'm not going to say that it's not going to say it in a chatzitza. Comes Rabbah. Cut the bottom of the lulav, there's definitely going to be leaves. Correct. Because the each, the lower you go, the more leaves there are that come out. Right, that's why when you peel off leaves. Okay, alright, so I'm okay. just going to take your word for it. Yeah. The, the lower <laughs> you go, the, the, the definitely leaves. Yes, there will definitely be leaves. Well, I mean, I could cut it off without getting a leaf off, but generally that's the way, I mean, if I go low enough, then there's not going to be leaves there. But as I'm going up... That's the problem that we're discussing. That's the Rabbah's problem is not yeah, cutting it. From the, the bottom or from the top? From the bottom. The top you can't cut. Right. Okay. So, okay. so, so you're saying that with, with Rabbah, um, with, um, that, that he's, that like, like he, the, the second case is, is like, uh, it's, it's, he's definitely going to have a chatzitza there. So therefore, right. he's saying, even when you definitely know you're going to have a chatzitza, therefore, it, it's still okay. still okay. And in the first case, Rabba says, it's still a problem, even though it's only questionable whether there will be a chatzitza. In the first case, it's a question whether it's going to happen or not. And Rabba says, even though it's only a question whether it's going to happen, I'm still chosh, I'm still concerned for it. 
In the second case, this for sure leaves there from the lulav. So they're both machmir on the... On, on the, either one. Either on very machmir or very makel. Rabba is very machmir that he says it's a problem even if it's a suffix. And Rav is very makel, he's very lenient. He says even if it's a vadai, it's still going to be... Uh, I, I, for some, I thought this was the... I mean, there are other answers that are given, but I, thought, I think that this is... Gloss the easiest until <laughs> maybe I'm just not saying it clearly, but it's 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 it makes sense basically. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like to answer the question. Okay. Gemara Vaiter, Va'omar Rava, and Rava says, "Hadas shall mitzvah, a hadas of the mitzvah, meaning the hadas in my eged, aser lahariach boy. It's aser lahariach boy to smell it." Esrog shal mitzvah, the esrog of the mitzvah, however, mutter lehariach vay, it's mutter to smell it, to benefit from the smell. So again, a hadas of the mitzvah, it's aser, the esrog of the mitzvah is mutter. Lehariach vay, you know where the, the um, terminology of um, reach, reach means smell, because it's ruchani, it's spiritual, it's not a physical thing. Something that's like a kolam neshama talukah. You you breathing in. That's how you smell it. Someone just broke the nose. Where did I see that? The neshama was that the cold thing. I don't know where I saw. I just saw that. Someone just broke it. Yeah. I don't know where I saw it somewhere else. Nose connected to the neshama. Right, 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 right. Even laavah nishmaskan. Right. Um. Right. was in the Torah tablet. Mm. Could be that's where it was. I, know, I saw it somewhere. I don't know. It's long range or something. Fine. So why is there why is there a difference between the lula, the hadas, and the esrog? That the hadas of the mitzvah it's aser to smell, and the esrog of the mitzvah it's mutter to smell. My timer. Why is that so? Hadas a hadas dilareicha koi that it's there lareicha for smelling. Meaning, what do I do with the hadas? I use it to smell. In fact, if you go to Revish uh, Tish. I don't know if the, uh, the Ashtra of Kalashina Rebbe does this in Farakaway, but Rabbi Spiegel, but they, some Rebbe's, they make, they make a Barbine Bissamim on Masashav is on Hadassim, or Hadass leaves with, with uh, regular uh, Every clothes. Week. Every week. Every week. They even have these silver things that they put in them Hadassim and cloves, and they, hmm. it's like, it looks like, um, it looks like a two Hadassim or something like that, and they, you know, they smell through there. Anyway, so a hadas, what's the point of a hadas? What is it used for? It's used to smell. So a hadas, my timer. Why is it so? What's the difference? Hadas, a hadas, the l'reicha koi. It's there in its existence, l'reicha for smelling. So ki aktsia, when you are being mikatsid, when you are setting it aside for the mitzvah, you're saying, I'm dedicating this hadas and its primary properties and purposes for the mitzvah. So ki when you are setting it aside, and, and, and in other words, separating yourself from benefiting from it, you are pushing yourself away and you're slim, um, you are stepping back, so to speak. You are... <coughs> from smell, are you setting it aside? You're setting it aside like muktza. You're setting it aside... That I'm not using it. I'm, I'm not going to use it for its primary purpose, which is to smell. Instead, I'm going to use it for the mitzvah. However, that's why it's usher to smell it. 
on Sukkot. However, Esrik, in Esrik, it's meant for eating, when you set it aside, you are setting it aside for, from, from, thank you, from eating. But smell, since it's not the primary purpose of the Esrik, that you are not setting it aside for, and therefore you're allowed to use it. So again, a hadas. You're not allowed to smell because I said I'm setting this aside for the mitzvah. That means I can't smell it. But as when I say I'm setting it aside, that just means I can't eat it, but I can still smell it. We answer that. Here? Yeah. How did he eat from it? No. Could be. Could be you talk out that day. We discussed then that he had different esrogim that he used. He had seven. I mean, there's like many, many tarus in the I'll ask that question. It's a good question. Yeah, he ate from it in the second day. He ate from it in the second day. He only used makatsa for the first day. Or this isn't being mechalik between the first and second day, right? This is this, this, that's this. that's correct. But this is smelling. Eating for sure, I can. What was nothing of smelling or eating on the first there's day? There's nothing. No, there's no. No, no, no it was this. It was on the second day. Mark is pointing right. out. But according to one of the tourism, he had a different esrog for each day. And a punkt, he, was, he, he ate from it, and then he used it for the second day. In other words, he didn't use it yet. He, used, he had an esrog. He used it on the first day. He had a different esrog. He took a bite out of it, and he used that esrog on the second day. It's only chal once I, once I use it, or once shkia from that day when I'm going to be using it. Don't answer it, because it's off the topic. But we had mentioned... No. How about... Oh, okay. We had mentioned that the Noisaka are Muktzah, called Shiva. Right. And what if you say, I'm going to switch them out? That's fine. Then it wouldn't be Muktzah. Rashi said over there that if I said by Ben Hashemashis that I'm not being Muktzah from it, then it's not Muktzah. You're right. You're right. Also, well, his topic meant that the Gemara said, right? Right. Right. Okay, so that is the difference between the Hadas and the Esrik. The Hadas is primarily there for smelling, so when I'm Doing it, using it for the mitzvah, I'm saying I'm setting it aside, but I'm not going to use it for smelling. The esrog, on the other hand, is therefore um, for eating. So since that's the primary thing, so I'm not going to eat it. But smell is something that I'm allowed to do. Now, there's a whole question of whether I'm allowed to smell it while I'm doing the mitzvah. We discussed this once, yeah, I think, on sukkahs. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're saying smell it like on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not just like, like when you open it up. Right, 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 right. No, the esrog. How does you can't? The esrog, the esrog is a shaman. Why are you doing the mitzvah? Yeah, we're talking about like you, not that you happen to get a waft of Right. What was that? Well, no, actually, the Aguda sells nose plugs with your heart. Don't smell it. Okay, but Omar Rava and Rava says, Hadas, a Hadas, when it's connected to the ground, it's mutter to smell it. It's mutter, Omar Rava, Rava says, Hadas, a Hadas, when it's connected to the ground, it's mutter to smell it. Esrik, an Esrik, when it's connected to the ground, to the tree, it's Usr. To smell from it. Why? My timer. Why is that? Huh? Shabbos. Yeah, yeah. My timer. Why is it so? Hadas, a hadas, the lahariach koi, that it's there to smell. That's the purpose. 
Isharisle, if you permit him, Isharisle, because it's a shari, if you permit him to smell, he's not going to come and cut it. In Esrik, however, that it's there to be eaten, if you permit him to smell it, he's going to come to cut it. What's the hadas? Can you say hadas? The hadas, yeah. since its purpose is to smell. So I say, you could smell it. I smelled it. I'm not going to be tempted now to, to tear it off the ground? No, I smelled it. I got my benefit, my enjoyment from it, my pleasure, and that's it. So we're not concerned that he's going to come and rip it out of the ground, even though, yeah, he's going to come to show, bring it to his friend, his wife. It doesn't make a difference. Shabbos Yom Tov, yeah. Okay. But an estrog, however, a fruit, since <laughs> it's there, the purpose for it is... To eat, so if you smell it, oh, that smells delicious. I would love to take a bite out of that. We're concerned that you might pluck it off. And if you're a bucky in the in the uh, Lama Des Malachas book, the uh, kids' book, then you know that this is referred right there. This, this is the only discussion about smelling fruit on Shabbos. That's not a thing that we learn elsewhere. Is I don't know. I mean, this is the Kiddush here. I mean, I was I, I assumed that it came up in in Misach Shabbos. In which case. My question would be, why is... Why would the Kavayegra has a kasha from the Ran and Paragim and Veya that says, B'Shem HaGa'inim, the Girsa over here is the opposite. Ahadas, when it's connected, is Osir, and Esrig is Motor. And Hagos says that too. So I don't know. I don't is, know. This, is this just a... It's a completely a, different discussion. Right. It's not, it's, oh, from what we did, you mean? Go ahead. So they're not arguing about it. No, no, they're not arguing. No, no, no. It's just a different case. This is a different thing. Rav is saying another halacha where Rav did not argue on it. Correct. Just like in the previous halacha, Rav did not argue either. We just learned two halachas that Rav said where Rav did not disagree. Number one, that the hadith of the mitzvah is usher to smell it because it's muktzah. Because you're setting it aside from the mitzvah. And the esrog of the mitzvah, you are allowed to smell it because it's not muktzah from smelling. It's only muktzah from eating. And the next halacha that Rabbi teaches us is a hadas when it's connected to the ground. Like Yom for Shabbos, it's muktzah to smell because you're not going to come to pluck it from the ground. Whereas the esrog, we're concerned you might come to pluck it from the ground. Sorry. And therefore, what was that? No, that I thought it was Rava. No, this is, this is still Rava. Yeah. But Omar Rava, another halacha from Rava, and Rava says... Lulav biyamin, the lulav should be in your right hand, the esrig v'smoil, and the esrig should be in your left hand. This is what, for a righty. It could be that, I think, I think. It is, the other way around. It is right? Yeah. Okay. Good. V'alma Rabba and Rabba says, Lulav biyamin, the lulav is in the right hand, the esrig v'smoil, the esrig in the left hand. My timer, why is this so? The esrog is the chashev, the chashev of the dalaminim, right? It's the Torah and Asim Tovim. My time, why is it so? Hani, these talasa mitzvahs, it's three mitzvahs, the lulav hadatz ma'aravis, vahai, and this one, chada mitzvah, it's one mitzvah. Therefore, you should leave it, you should have your lulav hadatz ma'aravis in your right hand, and you have the esrog in your left hand. Okay, because the right is more chashuv. Since it's three mitzvahs versus one, even though it's one mitzvah volunteers lulav, but it's three fulfillments, it's three aspects of the mitzvah, therefore, it goes in the right hand. Amr alei Rabbi Yirmiya l'Rabzreika. Rabbi Yirmiya said to Rabzreika, My tam, what is the reason 
that we don't make the bracha, Ella only al natilas lulav. Why is that the only bracha we make al natilas lulav? Why not al natilas lulav esrog hadas maravis or something like that? So he respond. He said, "Hoyel since vigavoya mikulon. Since it's the highest of all of them. You hold your esrog. You hold your dalim together. So where's the lulav? What's the highest part? The lulav. So since the lulav is the highest." So that takes precedence, and you make the bracha on that. So lift up the esrik and make a bracha, because Gemara is thinking that it's because right now when I'm holding it, that's what we mean that it's the highest, because when I'm, when I'm making the bracha and I'm doing the tilas luluf, it's higher. So and lift up, let him lift up the esrik and make the bracha then. So he said in response, Meaning make a bracha on the esrog then? Yeah, make Allah <laughs> the last esrog. And behold it like that. Okay. Amar Lezi said in response, I didn't mean that it's now when I'm holding it, it's higher. What I meant was, Since when it's, in its, uh, when it's growing from the tree, the lulav is the highest of all of the, the dalaminim, therefore that has the most chashivas, with regard to the bracha and this aspect, and therefore I make the bracha valentilas lulav, and that includes all of them together. So to recap, what we saw tonight was we had Rabbah telling us that I can't stup, oh, we saw this last time, I can't stup in the, the lulav into the egger with the hadasim or ravis because maybe some of the leaves of the hadasim or ravis will fall off, will be a chatzitzo. Rabbah said, no problem. It's not a chatzitzo. And again, Rabbah was saying it's going to be a chatzitzo even though it's only questionable. You shouldn't stup it in because it might happen that some of the leaves will fall off. And Rava said, no problem. Then Rava said, don't cut the bottom of the lulav because the leaves, some of the leaves of the lulav will be stuck in place. And it will be a chatzitza between the lulav and the hadatzah and Rava. Rava said, even though it's for sure there, it's still not considered a chatzitza. Then Rava told us, which was unanimous, that no one disagreed with that a hadas of a mitzvah you cannot smell from because it's set aside for the mitzvah. The smell, that's what its main purpose is. So you can't smell it. An esrik, however, you could smell not actually while you're doing the mitzvah, but other times of sukkahs, because it's set aside to be eaten, not to be smelled. Therefore, or at least that's not the primary purpose, therefore it wasn't muktzah from that. And then Rabbi told us the halacha that when hadas is attached to the ground on Shabbos, you could smell because you're not going to come to break it off. And Esri, however, on Shabbos, you cannot smell because you might come to pluck it off. Then we have Rabbi telling us that the lulav goes in the right hand, meaning with the hadas and Aravitz, the esrog in the left. Why? Because the lulav has three mitzvahs, whereas the esrog has one. It's not on the egg, so the right hand is more chashuv. Then we have the reason why we make a bracha of al-natilas lulav is because it's the highest, and we clarified that it means that it grows the highest, not that I'm actually just holding it, and it ends up being higher than the esrog. Just one, yeah. one question with the mechubar. Mm-hmm. That has not, no significance or shaykhis to the mitzvah. Correct, correct. It's it just, just happens to be... Kind of that's right. Of, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rab is saying you can't the Hadash mm-hmm. What are we concerned is going to happen? That you're going to have road the leaves fall off? No. One. Why is that? Why would that be a Hatsusa anyway? Because you, there's nothing supposed to be interposing between <laughs> my Lulav and the Hadash and Arabas. But as long as I have the shear. Maybe I only have. Maybe there's I'll no guarantee you will have the shear. The shear are really small. 
If I have three Tfachim. He has three Tfachim and four Tfachim. I mean, there's unlikely that with the smaller share you're going to get any touching at all. The leaves can be a couple I mean, it's possible that I only have a three Tfach one. Would it be consistent to say Rabbi here is saying that the three mitzvahs here and one mitzvah here? Rabbi believes his answer is very good. Right, or he did. He had two right, so you want to know if it's only going according to well, him? No, no, but, but the point being, like, if you're saying there's three separate mitzvahs, that, because once you say it's Arif Eged, it's one mitzvah. What, what, are you, what are you going to tell me you have three mitzvahs for over here? Unless it's just it's a, a, even if I hold Lul of Tzarek Eged, that doesn't mean it's one mitzvah. Right, so see, if you only have one of them, four mitzvahs, if, if it's four mitzvahs, you should be able to do one of them. Are you supposed to shake some of them, maybe if you don't have all of them? Mm-hmm. No. That's much no. from no. saying three You're missing one, you don't do any. No, no. That's, in fact, one of the answers, how they answer how, why he ate the Esra, because he didn't have anything else. Um, but isn't that much? Why? Why? Lulav means that. If I can at least do one of them, it's either a four or none, is what we're saying. We just switch questions. Uh, you went to his question now? <laughs> no, that's what my question No, no, that's. Even if I hold Lulav Ain Sarah It's the same question. Even if I hold Lulav Ain Sarah I still have to have all the four species here ready to be picked up. Right. But once you're saying there are four mitzvahs, Four species equals four I don't think we mean four mitzvahs. Well, that's what I'm trying to ask. I don't think we mean, even if I hold a little insar haggad, I don't think we mean four mitzvahs. It's a right. I don't think it's three. In other words, you want to know on my brownie point chart, does it mean, does it say that I got three, four different mitzvahs? I don't think so. Three mitzvah meaning, basically. Right. Each one is a separate, distinct mitzvah. I could. I mean, the truth of the matter is, and I told you this story already once, that I think what happened was. What happened was that someone's, not the Rabbi Einstein's, Rabbi Neri Yisrael, his son, made the bracha on Tias Lulav, and he shook the whole thing, and he in in the middle of Hal, or at the end of Hal, he realized that he forgot to turn his Esrik upside down. Or upside right. Um, and I believe there was a shot, I'm not sure if the Halachal Amaisa came out this way, but there was definitely a strong tzad, that he should make the bracha and only shake the esrog. Hmm. I think in the Mishnah Brewer, what you saw this year, that, that, that well, if, you, if, you talk, you if you talk at the, the wrong time or this or in between, you would say, come back and you'd say, talk in between when? I have to find it in the Mishnah Brewer. Yeah, the, 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 the Ramah, there's, the there's a way that it could come out. What would be the heart of shaking the move as well? What, what's my bracha, the question is? Oh, oh you say, you're saying not to shake the esrog. What's my bracha? Do you make a bracha on the esrog? I'll just say that's Yeah. Fine. Okay. Uh, there are um, scenarios that can come about right. where you would. Huh? Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Find out after. Really yeah, the whole thing together. No, it wouldn't. Because we pass in Lulavain Sarachaget. I have it here. I'm not enough to shake it together. If I hold Lulavain Sarachaget, I can take my Lulav, shake it. Then shake my hadas, then shake my arav, and then shake my esrog. But the arav doesn't take it all together. Yeah, lachatchila. Oh, that's actually yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not haskening. I'm just. Just. Uh, that's what we hold. Though. We hold in search. Yeah. 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 Correct. It's a violation. It's a violation of the law.